folk, noise, electronics, and improvisation. How can radical music help us manifest new possibilities for thinking and imagine new ways of organizing community through ritual behaviors, actions, and languages? Across two nights, Liquid Architecture and Melbourne Music Week present a program of electronic music genealogies, featuring artists whose work span the 1970s to today and represent multiple generations of Melbourne's experimental scene. Tangerine is the project from musician Clementine Gerard Foley. Stepping away from the rigidity of her training as a classical pianist, Tangerine produces textual, bouncing compositions with precise clarity. Ahead of her performance, Clementine discusses what to expect from her live set, the communities that formed her approaches to music making, and the duality of the piano and synthesizer. This is a podcast from Liquid Architecture. Support Liquid Architecture's podcast and publishing through a Patreon subscription. To support, head to patreon.com slash liquidarchitecture. So my stage name is Tangerine, but my actual name is Clementine, um, she, her, and I have been performing live for about a year now. Prior to that, I mainly wrote piano songs, piano compositions in like the neoclassical genre, and even though at the back of my mind over the last five years, I'd always wanted to transition into electronic music production, the opportunity didn't really come up until lockdown happened and I was just at home heaps and was offered to play a live set and so I just knuckled down and learned Ableton a bit of it and yeah started performing and it's been ongoing since then I suppose. The moment was presented to me in the sense that I had two friends who offered me to play alive at one of their events that they run that's called Outhouse. And so that is that was the incentive for me to kind of act on the feeling that had been present for a while. But I think personally, I tried to open up Ableton. I even did a few lessons back in 2018 or something. But I think going from the position of feeling comfortable in creating music Um, mainly using the piano or using, you know, Sibelius or something, to opening up Ableton, seeing this completely unfamiliar setup, just I would get too stressed. I'd honestly just open up Ableton, look at it, close it down, and then go and be a bit upset about it because I really wanted to do it but just couldn't. It it was just too much. (laughs) And so when um, my friends Henry and Ed and Bass offered me the sort of live set opportunity, they didn't really know that I didn't really had no idea what I was doing. But I said yes anyway, so I was like, well, this is the pressure to, you know, push through that feeling of, I guess, being so daunted by the whole process. And so that was the the deadline, I guess, the, the big shifting point. I like to have the majority of the live set already kind of prepared, just because it's still something that's like, I just, I can't fathom improvising fully yet at this stage. Um, I still have 
sort of horror piano recitals in the back of my mind where I was not prepared enough and I think that memory is just a bit too close for me to part with it yet but I do use um, like the Nord synth to try and kind of come up with like interesting textures and interesting pads and to kind of drive a lot of emotion I suppose into the sets and then yeah just like an Ableton push MIDI keyboard and I use a zoom to like sample some things from time to time randomly but yep the majority of the work that I do is within the software itself. This will be something completely new. Um, I have a very big kind of, uh, I suppose, use by date with my own music. So if it's you know just a little bit of time has passed, I'm sort of like, nope, it's no longer what I want to be doing. Or it's more just I like I like con continuously experimenting because every time I've been sitting down recently to make music, it's been completely different, and it's just been an interesting and I guess entertaining process to just sit down and see what the output's going to be with without being able to predict it whatsoever and so with this gig in particular I think that the enticing and like really exciting aspects of it is being able to perform in a club environment without having sort of the pressure to kind of you know create a dance floor or maintain it and I guess it's just I've always I, I'm been really ex looking forward to the opportunity to kind of push the more cinematic and experimental side of what I do because of that particular context. And so I think, yeah. I really like sounds that feel like they're three-dimensional, so like really like crystalline, textured, kind of like, like sounds that are so rich that they have like a visual, like they're easily visualised. I can listen to it in other songs and think, wow, that's incredible. I wish I could have that amount, the knowledge right now to produce that sonic force. But I guess that's what I would love to aspire to emulate eventually. That's the kind of sound, the sound where you can easily see in your mind what, like the sound in itself has like kind of a personality of its own. And that's cool to me.
think with piano, personally, I'm physically restricted by my pianistic ability a lot of the time because I write piano by just sitting at the piano and just improvising and playing. And I found that because I've been doing that for a long time, I've been stuck in this sort of repetitiveness where I'm just always going to create like a melody that's, you know, like a bit of a romantic like era of melody and then put arpeggios on the bottom and then I just I've really struggled to break out of that cycle so I, I, I think that it's not that I don't relate to the piano because I think that still piano is something that I you know derive a lot of joy and meaning from and I would love to keep creating on it but it's just being able to sit in front of Ableton and having to bypass any kind of restriction, even in terms of having to write the music down before it produces a sound, like you can just sit there and it just it's just so much faster. And so because it's faster, you're able to capture whatever mood or feeling or idea that you have that oftentimes tends to be quite fleeting. Like I've had times where I've had an idea, I'm like, okay, remember this, remember this, remember this, and I've not been close to my laptop. And then five minutes later, it's just gone. <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, I guess for me, because it is a process of capturing a particular moment and feeling in time, the um, digital capabilities, as someone who also hasn't practiced much piano in the last few years, so my technique has deteriorated a fair bit and I don't have access to a great piano anymore. So, yeah, there's a bunch of reasons, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I think I have distinctly remember how classical music ended up feeling like I was constrained by a lot of rules and expectations and I think that I've actively tried to not think of that mentality especially sort of the like harmonic complexity mentality things like sometimes I write um something in Ableton and I'm like oh shit oh gosh like I can feel I guess the sh not the shame but the reprimanding of of um of like a, a composition teacher being like what is this like? Why? Why is there no key change? Like, why? Why is there no modulation happening? <laughs> why? Why did you write in G minor again? And I'm like, ah, oh, no. We must put all those thoughts to the side, and just focus on, I guess, a clean slate, and um, just yeah, just really focusing on pure experimentation because it's informed to the extent that it's made me feel very close to music for an extended period of time, and I really appreciate that opportunity, but I think it just doesn't work for me in my mind to kind of export that knowledge out into Ableton. I think that potentially my opinion on the rigidities of classical music and the way it's been taught might be specific to France as well, because I think that the education system there is just generally a bit more authoritarian, a bit more, uh, I guess, what's a, what's a nice way to put it? I just, a bit, bit more intense, I, I think, than Australia. 
I know that's a broad generalisation, but that's been in my experience. And I think that not necessarily feeling so, I, I guess, so wrapped up in the discipline and the rigidity of the French musical approach that I've been experienced, that I've been you know, exposed to. I haven't noticed that in Australia, in communities of people also, you know, might also have like a classical background, but there's there isn't that same, I guess, just general energy or, or mindset. I mean, I wasn't really exposed to the music scene in like beyond like the orchestra choir scene for, for you know high school students in France so I can't necessarily speak to what you know people who are who've graduated high school are doing because I left there when I was 15 so it's hard for me to make a comparison I suppose What's next on a micro level? It's got to keep improving, keep learning, and you know, keep. And it's great to be able to go actually go and see music again and feel inspired in that regard. I think there'll be a few live sets over summer. So I think a steeplejack party in late, late January and a piano release, hopefully. So that will be a nice way to sort of share these piano compositions that, you know, I've written maybe four years ago now, but they still feel, yeah, very powerful. And I'm very excited to share that because I think that that's like the the very private kind of, yeah, song that means a lot to me for a multitude of different reasons. But that's on the cards for next year, I think. And then a few compilations with like electronic music songs. This recording was produced by Mara Schreitfeger for Liquid Architecture on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We acknowledge them as the traditional owners of this land and recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Liquid Architecture is an Australian organization for artists working with sound and listening. To support our podcast and publishing, head to patreon.com slash liquidarchitecture.